feeling too good to me. Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be. Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain won't you. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Lamb Scourge Show. This is not going to be a three-hour show or a four-hour show, but I just wanted to speak on something before I retired. And I'm still going to stay up. I have a few things I have to do. I want to welcome you all in. It's really wonderful to be alive. It's really wonderful to feel alive. But the sad part about it is in this society today, many of us are feeling dead. We're alive, but we're not truly living. And there are many reasons for that. And a lot of us are into the substances, to the alcohol, to the carnal indulgences, crazy sex. These things don't fill the voids that are inside of us. They don't. It may feel good for a fleeting moment, or maybe a couple of stiff drinks can take your mind away for a while. But when you come down off of the high, those voids are still going to be there. And so the question I ask tonight, whatever happened to true love? It's like love today is a curse. Love today is something to be shunned. I'm not saying that. I'm just reflecting on what I see in the society today. And it's a way for many of us to be hurt. And the very thing that we need, the very thing that we crave, we run away from. Welcome in, Sister Yala. It's great to see you. But I don't blame most people, for being apprehensive because so many people have hidden agendas and secret motivations and they come into your life already knowing what they want and they manipulate you. I'm being real about it. They manipulate you into position to get what it is that they want. The ones who are not real. And I'll agree with most people. The great majority of those out here have a secret motivation or a hidden agenda with your life force. And here you are. You feel good, the word spoken to you. You open up and you trust 
And then you realize that this is, it's been a sham the whole time. It wasn't real. I've been manipulated. I've been used. It's not only just your body that you're used for. People come into your life to use you for your finances. They come into your life to use you for another notch on their resume. Clout chasing and looking for status. There's so many countless ways that people come into your life using the word love and the promise of commitment. Exactly, Oyala. Sister Oyala said, and it's hard to let people in because of the hidden agendas and the nonsense. Sticking my damn head. Exactly. And I don't blame anyone for having their guard up. As a matter of fact, have your guard up as high as you can because anyone who comes into your life that is really real, they know that chances are you've been through things and that they have to earn your trust. You know, when you're younger, whatever age that may be, might be 18, 16, 14, 13, you have a crush, you switch high school rings, whatever it takes in whatever culture you're in to show that there's there's that feeling between you and, and, and it's rare. Terrell Christopher, yes, thank you for leaving the comment. True love is rare in this transactional society. It's there for sure. The work is journey to go through. Yeah, it has to be earned. There's nothing like the videos that we see where you walk down the street and see somebody attractive and you meet each other's eyes and you gaze at each other and you go off happily ever after. Now, that can happen, but not like that. There's more to that story than meets the eye, of course. But it seems to be something that's more and more elusive than ever before. Let me just... Oh, Sweet D, how are you? I'm glad you're here. Let me read what Chrissy said. How are you, Chrissy? It's been a long time. Chrissy says, I'm now in a healing process from hurt and disappointment in love. Now I'm pouring self-love into myself. Love relationship is not something I believe in anymore, honestly, because my heart is closed. Chrissy, I am not disputing how you feel. There is a healing process. I'm not even saying to push it and go looking for anything, but it comes to you. But you're right. You can't go wrong by loving yourself. You cannot go wrong by loving yourself, and that's a very attractive thing. I'm speaking in general as a man, right? That's a very attractive thing. But you have a lot of men out here, and I want to cover another topic, maybe tomorrow, about men who despise women. And I'm going to go deep on that because most of you know that I worked a number of years in jails and in prisons. I've worked in public transportation with the public. And in the same city, I was in different bookends on different jobs. One locked up with the inmates, working with them, and then in the street. Overheard conversations, saw some of the same people I saw locked up. Whoa, it was a learning experience. It was a learning experience. But let's send Chrissy positive energy. 
in her healing process. And right now, listen, when a store is going under renovations, major renovations, does it keep the store, is the store kept open? No, the store has to close down. Chrissy, there's nothing wrong with that. And you take as much time as you need and you want. And even when you feel better from that hurt and disappointment, take your time. I know you will because you speak from the head because of what happened with the heart. And you say that, well, love relationship is not something I believe in anymore. I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong. But that's what you see from now. I respect that. And your heart is closed because it's going under renovations. So I'm not trying to brown nose you and just agree with you because you have a pretty avatar. I'm saying that truthfully because I've done other shows before and I've said the same thing. I've been extremely hurt in different points in my life. Hurt, hurt, hurt. Walking in on stuff type hurt. Yeah. It can crush you. It, it, it can take you to a place where you say, you know what? I will never want to feel like this again. But all I'm saying is that when you are healed and you will heal, it will be something possibly that will come at you in an honest way, in a way that's divine, and everything will be right back on track. But we're not thinking about that right now. You have to heal. Take your time and heal. And, and make sure to drop on in the chat room and, and talk with us and, and, and let us know the progress. Even if you don't want to tell people publicly, hit me on the email. I won't tell your business. I just want to know that you're healing up properly. Okay? We all send those loving vibes to you, and we mean it. We seriously do. And um, everything's going to be all right. Yes. Wow. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm seeing your comments here. You're under no pressure to have to hurry up your healing. Right? Whatever voids you feel, because I don't know. You know. I can imagine because I've had my voids too. But it's a thing where you're not looking out for it. You're shut down. That's healthy. That's healthy to shut down when you've been screwed over. Take your time. Because, see, see, you know, I'm going to make this. I'm not making a joke out of the situation. But you're walking home. You're four or five blocks away from the house. You know you drank a lot of water earlier that day, and you've got to get home quick. Because the urge to go is ever-increasing. You hold it well. But as soon as you get the key to that door, oh, the sense of urgency is even worse. And you wonder if you're going to make it. And you finally get to release what is inside of you. And once it's out, five minutes later, you don't even think about that traumatic time. You see what I mean? So once that need has been satisfied, you're not even thinking about it. Then so you go hungry all day and your head is pounding. You're like, oh, I got to get something to eat. I got to get something to eat. You finally get a chance to sit down and get a meal in you. The hunger's gone. Everything's all right. So 
Why am I saying all of this? Again, take your time and heal because once you're healed up and the voids are filled up, trust me, you won't think about those other times. It could take years. You'll never forget it. Never try to forget it. I learned from things that I've gone through on an emotional level that was so traumatic. You have to face it, but all the while soothe yourself. Treat yourself out. Have a date with yourself. Do what it is that you want to do. Do what it is that soothes your heart directly. No matter if other people agree or understand it. Right? Do what you want to do. Love yourself. You know why? And I always say this, and I'll get off this topic. Not that I want to get off of it, but I don't want to say too much. But I'll say this. I've said it before. You are the only person that's going to be with you every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year and decade of your life. From the moment you were born, you were with you. You might not remember it too good. And all through your life, guess who's with you? You are your best friend. You are the friend that you can't get away from. Not that you want to, but you're going to be with you every moment. You're going to love yourself every moment. And you make sure that you love yourself more than anybody else can even love you. And when you meet that one, if it's to be, we're not thinking about it right now. They're going to try to outdo you loving yourself because if they truly love you, they're going to want to see you do right by yourself and be balanced and have your time to yourself. And I'll say it this way. And I'll kind of segue out of that, but I'm glad you're here. And yes, Sister Oyala, the healing process is important. And even when you feel that you're healed, go and do some maintenance. Even if you get into a relationship one day, we're not thinking about it, but you got to do some maintenance. You need the time to reconnect with yourself. Because what I feel is that many of us lose ourselves in another person. Miss Baby Powder, how are you? <laughs> Miss Baby Powder, yes. My dear friend, my dear sister, she's here in the chat. I got to get you on more because you always keep things real. But like I said, you have to have that time to yourself because you're the only person that's going to be with you for the whole entire life. And we oftentimes lose ourselves. And then we get disappointed or someone hurts us. We scramble around. I'm not saying scramble like you're running around like a chicken with the head cut off, but you're disconnected from yourself because this person emotionally pulled the rug from under you. And it's like you don't realize how far gone you were into this person that hurt and disappoints you, disappointed you. It's just, I speak very abstract. You all know how I speak, right? You go to the beach. You say, okay, I'm going to go there and put my feet in the water. I don't really want to swim. And as soon as you put your feet in the water, the water feels cold. And then you move out a little bit more because your friends are there. And you get up to your knees in the water. And then the water starts to warm up a little bit. You feel the water hitting your crotch, hitting your hips up to the waistline. And you just wade out into the water. And it's one of those beaches where you can go far out and the water's still shallow. And you're enjoying yourself so much 
that you turn around to look back at the shore. How many times have you gone through this and the shoreline is so far behind you, you did not know, know that you were going to go so deep into this water? It's the same thing with relationships that start out very simple, a little spark. And you get into it a little bit. Even when you say, you know, I'm going to be careful. You know, the young ladies have their girlfriends. Girl, you better be careful. You know he's a handsome man. And you know there's other young ladies out there trying to get with him. So we don't know if he has control or not. So take your time. Oh, girl, I'm going to take my time. I'm attractive too. <laughs> he don't want to lose this. But, but, but and I'm not just putting this on men. Because we have a lot of devious sisters out here, too. We know on both ends. So I'm not going to speak in a way where other platforms speak where I'm going to demonize women or just demonize men. No, it's both of us. It's both of us. And I'm not saying anybody here, but it's both sexes. And then we get into it deeper and deeper and don't even realize how this person who was actually a snake took his time and slithered his way into our lives, found its way into our voids and filled them up. Not because they wanted to love you and, and aid you and maybe some residue from past healing and build a new life. It's that they want to take over. And you lean on them more. You depend on them more. As it should be. But this is the wrong person to do that with. This is the wrong person to even think about building with. Because they're not there to finish the whole structure of the building symbolically of the love that you're both supposed to have. They're just there for time. And when they disappoint you like that, realize it's them. They were insincere. There was nothing wrong with you. You don't have to feel bad that this happened. Yes, it feels bad, but it doesn't mean that you're deficient in something. It doesn't mean that you're weak because a lot of us will begin to feel the same, but you, 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 have to, you have to know that the biggest revenge on a person like that is that they can no longer have your sweetness. I'm not just talking about the physical the orifices and the pleasure. I'm talking about sweetness of you, your aura, your spirit, the love that you gave so freely that they didn't really, really want. They wanted something else, whatever it may be. Maybe it could be an ego rush. Maybe it could be a dude who was so sick in the head who felt love and said, I'm going to get you before you get me. Like this is some kind of game. What kind of mess is this? It's a game. Let me see how fast I can get to you in that way. Then I'm gone. What do they say? They got these terms, and I mentioned it before. I'm not saying this is it with you, Chrissy. I'm just saying the mentality of the men that are out here. Yeah, you know I'm going to smash and dash. I'm going to pump and dump. Is that all it's become? What happened to the tenderness? What happened to those loving moments? We used to have love songs back in the day. That was digitized porn. And when I say oral, I don't mean oral like oral sex. I mean A-U-R-A-L. But it might as well be oral because this thing gets right to our brain. 
and the youngsters, the younger children coming up, they see what this thing is, and they have no examples, no true examples of true love. We had dudes all, all, all the while that were players and had multiple girlfriends. And it didn't take too long to spot those. But I can remember even back in the day, not all the guys that we labeled as players, but a lot of them didn't really want to hurt somebody. These days, so many of us are hurt, moving about the earth in pain, not the kind of pain where you're hurt and you want to do a little healing, you want to take time. I'm talking about hurt to the point that they have become crazed and not sought out healing. It's a very wise thing that you're doing, sister, and Oyala. But so many people, they don't act. They react. Knee-jerk situation. Something happens to them, and they think that the cure and the antidote to the pain and voids in their heart is to become the very monster that hurt them. You are not to let these situations mar you and rob you ultimately of the true love that will come your way. You could be the best vehicle in a mechanics shop being worked on. It's not time to put yourself on the road. It's time to straighten out what needs to be straightened out because of the collision that you had with a person who didn't have your best interest at hand. This is very important. When you look back, you see a boxer who takes a devastating loss. We had a concussion, broken ribs, broken jaw, broken nose. He was riding on top of the world until he realized that this opponent crushed him. You just don't get yourself physically back in a couple months. It's a mental thing. It's an emotional thing. If you get violated on a certain block, a certain alleyway, that's a shortcut to get to where you're going. And you say, I don't want to walk around the mall. I'm going to take this shortcut to get to the bus to get home or to get to the train to get home. And somehow you're violated. I don't even want to say the word. And even men can have a gun put to their head and robbed. So every time now in the future that you pass this alleyway, you're going to be very apprehensive. Why? Because you had a bad experience down that street. So you have to avoid it. You have to stay away from it. It may be a time that you have friends with you and you're healed up from the trauma and you can walk down there again. But really and truly, you don't want to do it. But never allow a knucklehead who play with your emotions to rob you of your healing and rob you of the beautiful experience of two people coming together. And I got to admit, it's a lot harder these days. It's a lot harder. We've always had the players. We always had the girls who were elusive and different things. But look at the music as a gauge. See, when you check the transmission fluid in your vehicle or the motor oil, the oil level, you have the dipstick. And the dipstick has markings on it that when you put it down into its little holster and pull it out, you got to wipe it off first so you can get a good reading. And you dip it in and you pull it out. You see what it is. Okay. 
I'm topped off with transmission fluid. I have enough motor oil inside my engine. You get a gauge of what's going on in a part of the vehicle that you can't really put your hand on. So if you use the music of the day as a gauge to gauge the mentality of the people and how they feel about certain things, sex is like a game. Love is like a game. And why I said sex? Because it's weaponized. It's weaponized from the individuals, and it's weaponized in the music to turn us all kind of ways. They have all these performers now, Saucy Santana, Lil Nas X, making LGBTQ stuff fair-seeming. Oh, it's okay. It's okay to be that way. And the bottom line is that this is the whole dismantling of the black family and our community. So that's the gauge. Nicki Minaj, when she first came out years ago, and it probably was, what, like 10 years ago, 12 years ago? And she was, I mean, ultra-sexualized. The things that she was saying so fast in the lyrics that the parents couldn't keep up with, the 14- and 15-year-old girls did. And now a lot of them who got caught up in that act, that presentation, I'm just picking on Nicki Minaj because there's other ones that were out there. They're out there now. Two or three kids. I'm not saying there's anything wrong to have children, and I'm not saying anything wrong if you're a single mother. Because things happen. And a lot of them are doing the best that they can. But they got led into that trap from the culture and the music that was hijacked. It seems like I'm always talking about that, but it's very important because our children don't have a filter to weed out and to know what's going on. We as adults, we know. We see something of an adult offering on TV. We know what it is, but it's not going to change us from the integrity that we have because we're mature. Our mold has hardened. You see? But it's a beautiful thing. And see, everything that's natural is under attack. When two people meet, look, 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 at the, look at the pictures on the banner. I went all up and down Google, and I said, that's the one right there. The lips barely touching, but they're touching. The electricity between them. You feel it all up in your brain. The problem is now these days, the first thing we feel is down in our loins. It doesn't hit the brain anymore. Rest in power, Brother Michael Hamer, because he would always speak about the brain. And I was going to do a little tribute to him, but I got caught up in some things earlier. It's going to come this weekend. He has transitioned for those who don't know. Yes, David Barry, I'm going to put this on the screen. He said, Lance, Sex has been a weapon for decades, maybe more. Intercourse between nations is a diplomatic term. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Intercourse between nations. It's weaponized and taken out of. It's gone now if you look out into the world for it. We've got to get back to the older times. And younger folks say, oh, you're talking about older times like it was better, it was just as messed up. Listen. You don't know. you like the frog in the hot water. It wasn't hot when you jumped in. But slowly but surely, you got used to it. 
but it's getting hotter and hotter. And after a while, you relaxed in this water and you realize you're boiling and it's too late. This is what's happening in the present day. Young girls, when I was a young boy, the young girls around me would make sure they kept themselves pretty. They didn't have to expose themselves. We saw the physical body that they had, but it was beautiful. You know, when you go to a garden and you see all of the beautiful flowers that are there, you didn't want to pick every flower and bring it home, but you appreciated it, the beauty of our sisters. Yes, we saw their hips, we saw their thighs, we, we saw their breasts, we saw that, but we were looking at the overall vibe. And we would fall in love. Look how beautiful she is. Look how she's conducting herself like a lady. Just to hold her hand was a beautiful thing. Just to get a kiss at the front door after the date. I remember one time, I drove a young lady home, and I got a kiss. I wasn't looking for it, but she kissed me. And just like what you see on both banners where the hands are up near the face and the neck, he held my face and planted this kiss on my lips. I was so excited, and I'm not even talking sexually excited. It, 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 was, a, it was a love thing. It was an emotional thing. My car was parked out in front of the house, and I went skipping down the block, walking home. I got to the corner and realized, wait a second, I forgot my car. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, raw reality, Lil' Kim was the prototype for Nicki Minaj. And we have a lot of sellouts in our community who the music industry guides us now because we accept the new promotion. Don't you know anybody can be a star in this world now? They keep bombarding you with the promotion of this new star. You turn on your TV, you see them. You get on the internet, on your computer, and you see them. You turn on your phone, and you see them. Everywhere you go, you're walking down the street, minding your business, and you hear them with their music in the car that drives down the road. You fast asleep, and somebody is a couple doors down. So after a while, you see, well, there must be something to it. Could be the ugliest. I'm not saying, I don't call people ugly. I'm just saying this for effect. Could be the ugliest old thing mumbling around. <laughs> yeah, David. I was skipping. <laughs> he stayed in the door. He said, where were you going? I'm like, I was ashamed. I was like, they kissed it to me. She said, come over here and get another one. I was like, whoa. I'm glad I skipped. And afterward, you're thinking about this person. And they're thinking about you. And you give them a phone call and you talk on the phone for hours. I'm not saying, you see, in this modern day, I'm going to tell you straight up. You're going to have some guys out here, hey, man, you a simp. You a simp because you really want to get between their legs, but you you just trying to, trying, to, trying to simp your way into it. And like I said before, do you go into the restaurant and eat the dessert first? You enjoy the meal. And you have to earn the right to eat that dessert. And when you eat the dessert after the meal, you enjoy it better because now you're full. 
in each bite of the chocolate cake or the apple pie or the cheesecake or blueberry pie, whatever it may be that you like. It's heavenly now. See, after the meal of commitment, when you're in love with someone and you want to take it to the next step and and you can see yourself, see, there's a built-in protection with this thing. You jump around from one to the other and do that for years and you get older. How many old, broke-down player pimp mentality guys do we know who are searching for someone to take care of their old ass after they ran around all over the place? There's a there's a social media, uh, not meme, but it's a video. If I would have thought about it, I would have uploaded it here and played it. But there's a woman who, I don't know if she said she's 70 years old or what, but she didn't look too, uh, how could I put it, well-kept. And she was unraveling emotionally on this video. Not to mock her, but she was, I I just, I want to be somebody's girlfriend. I want to be somebody's wife. I can't take it no more. I'm so tired of being lonely. And on another show, it was insinuated that years ago she was out there twerking. And I'm saying that, I don't think that was her in the video. The video looked too modern of her twerking. That couldn't have been her. He's 70. And that thing looked like it was something videotaped recently, but that was the point that he was trying to make in the video that he wasted her time. Because most of us don't want to wait anymore. We gave up. And we just say we just want to take as much pleasure as we can. Women do it too. That's why I take my hat off to Sister Chrissy and Sister Oyala. They say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not playing that game. I'm going to cool out, recuperate, and heal myself, and love myself, and get to know yourself. I treat myself all the time. And I encourage, encourage married couples to do so separately, not run out with other people. But go on and feel what it's like to be with yourself. Because even though we know sometimes people can hurt us, and they do, we're still connected to them. That's why this thing hurts like hell. It's the connection you had to that person, that automatic thing, that soul tie. That's very much a real thing. You ain't got to be married for no soul tie. You get, look, and it's not even just a sex thing. That's my opinion. Or you have sex with different people or that one person for a long time, you form a soul tie. Yes, you do. But you go and be with this person every day and don't have sex. Emotionally, you're still going to open up. Emotionally, look, you go to a job, you work on a job that has been fairly good to you. Fairly. I'm not going to say it was perfect. And you get used to working with the coworkers. Some you go out to lunch with. Some of you go into the break room and shoot the crap or you take a little break, walk around to the cubicle, whatever kind of job it may be. It may be different. The main thing is that you get attached to that. And then you decide that you're going to leave. You found a better opportunity. 
and there are a lot of people on that job that are going to be very sad. It's going to be, it's not going to be the same without you here anymore. I know I can come to your house and hang out with you, and but it's not going to be the same, the jokes and the way we work together. You see what I mean? There's a connection there that's deeper than, oh, we're just coworkers. You see? You're right, Miss Baby Powder. You take you on dates by yourself since 2018, and that was what? That's five years ago, more or less. There's no time limit to bring yourself back into balance because it's like a steering wheel healing. The more pain and frustration and trauma you went through when that wheel turned all the way around the other side is as much the other way going back that you're going to have to heal. And most of us don't understand that, especially the men. I'm not ragging men, but especially them. You want to run out and find somebody else to replace what you didn't have in that woman that hurt you. Man, I'm going out, man. I'm going out to the club, man. I should, I go get me something to drink. You know what I mean, I'm gonna meet me a honey tonight. You know what I mean? We, <laughs> maybe we can go to a hotel or whatever. You're wasting your time, man. You can't even feel what that strange woman has given you. Let's be real about that, because your mind is still messed up from the one that hurts you. Yes, Miss Toyala. Yes, Verna May. Welcome on in. Recording, yes, it was beautiful. And the music that played as the backdrop to our lives. I remember when Luther Vandross passed away, transitioned. I don't know if it was a video or an article I wrote about him, but I said that regardless as to people who debate about what he chose in his personal life, we'll never know. We kind of know, but we don't. it doesn't matter. The music that he brought to us was like the soundtrack of our lives. Those of us who grew up then when those songs were hot and playing on the radio. And for whatever time period that you grew up in, and me, I'm a little older than most, I remember some songs. And I remember, and I can't play it here because, you know, YouTube has their copyright mafia out here. You can't get away with even playing three seconds. See that, Miss Baby Powder, you're right. Sexual energy exchange, connecting to many souls. And it's a wonder why so many of us are diagnosed with being bipolar. We got too many damn soul ties. And it doesn't mean that that's it all the way. But going back to the music, there's a corny little song. It's not corny. But it would definitely won't be a hit right now. It would be banned right now. How many people remember that song by the moments and the whatnots? Two separate groups that came together to make this song. It wasn't even something that really sounded like something bedazzling. All the song was, in the beginning, I don't remember all the words. If I hear it, I'll remember it. And the song was named Girls. And it said, girls, I like them fat, I like them tall. Some skinny, some small. I got to have them all, you know. Girls love the things they know, love the things they show. Got to be where they go. Pretty girls, sunshine in the hair. They weren't talking about no woman's backside. And the way the music played, when they got quiet, 
man, you, you, even if you wasn't with anybody, you felt like you were falling in love with something. <laughs> right? It was a beautiful time when you enjoyed a woman for who she was and who she is. Not just you looking for a fat rump, something to have friction with. You sitting here grinding and grunting with this stranger in the bed, you might as well just sit down and masturbate because that's what you're doing with this person. No connection, no feeling. You know one of the greatest feelings after making love, and I'll say making love, we can say having sex, with whatever you want to say. When you're really connected to that person and you're laying back basking in the afterglow of what you just did. And you feel it all up in the back of your head. You feel it all over your body. And nobody wants to go anywhere. That's how it was back in the day. Now, when two people are engaging, and I'm trying to keep it decent, I'll just say it this way. Before the man comes, he's trying, trying to figure out an excuse to find a way to get out of there and go. Ain't that sad? And the tricks these men use. Well, you know, brother, if it gets about midnight, I want you to ring me and tell me there's an emergency so I can get on up out of there. You're not even, you're not even into the woman. You might as well go to the gym and work out and work out some stress. How, how, how can I say it? How disconnected we are. How disconnected we are. Whatever happened to true love when as a man you say, you know what, sweetheart, we'll wait. You both might have wanted it. But you said, you know what, we'll wait. Do you know how it made that woman feel? Now, we're not talking about the kind of we'll wait where we won't do anything, but while you think I'm waiting, I'll be all across town screwing every woman in sight. No, not that kind, right? And being transparent. You, you, you couldn't wait to be transparent with that one that you wanted to be with. Now, we all got secrets. I won't tell your secrets. I know I can't sing. <laughs> I sing. I'm the best. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the best person to sing when I'm in the shower. <laughs> Aren't we all? But we have all of these secrets, layers of hidden things. Nobody wants to tell the truth. Nobody wants to come clean. And yet we think we can walk into something with all this baggage, known and unknown, seen and unseen, and we're going to make it right. What? It will never be right. So I'm going to keep this short tonight, but I'm going to speak a little longer. And I know possibly, I know Miss Baby Powder's in here still. <laughs> so I'm going to put the link not only for her, but if anybody wants to come in and say anything really quick, they can say so because I said this was going to be a short one. Now, why this is going to be a short one is because the guys that we did the homeless 
veterans show the other day. They have a live event. They're going to have the mayor of Brevard County and have, they're going to have a lot of regular people and stuff like that. And this is what I want to say. And I'm putting this link in here. If anyone wants to click it and come in, the banner's up, so you don't have to worry about showing your face unless you want me to. But we had a really serious conversation. And this is how it went down on the parts that I think is very important. The brother there, Bruce, and I said, brother, call no white man, no brother. Listen, this man, when I found out, it wasn't just about homeless veterans, but he was telling me, because he's in Central Florida, about the things that have gone on historically in Central Florida. And he has organizations and connections to organizations and things and tours that he gives for black folks that don't know their history. And you know Dr. Issa, Vibrant White, Muhammad. That's how I got to know these guys. But this guy was telling me some things that I, even I didn't know about. I didn't know how prevalent it was in Central Florida and all over Florida, and really all over the South, but he's only speaking about the area he lives in. How there's so many black cemeteries that were paved over, headstones removed and paved over, done in secret. You know, they did that, I believe, in New York City, in Queens where I grew up. It's right on Liberty Avenue. There was a there was a a small cemetery there. But what I noticed over the years, they didn't keep it up as far as the lawn and the bushes and trees that were growing. So they let everything get wild. So you didn't see the tombstones anymore. And then one day we looked around, and that thing was a building was going up, and there was no record of of what went on with the with the burial site. So they do foul things like that. And what he said to me was that there were trees close by to where these people were buried and trees that they planted that went down into the soil, went through the wooden coffin. It probably disintegrated. It was probably some cheap and it wasn't treated. Yes, Miss Baby Powder, she is here. Let me just finish this little point that I'm making, sister, and I want to hear what you got to say about true love. But they said that the roots of the tree went down into the bodies where when they tested the tree, human DNA was in that tree and the different things that happened with us. So he said, listen, I'm doing some things that I need your help, Lance, to reach out to the black community even more so. So it's not like a politician trying to come around to the church and around the hood and give out turkeys and just smile and kiss little black babies and boats. He's like, this is a very important work, and we need to get it out there. So we had a really deep talk about that. And he and I said things that most people, not in a confrontational manner, but in a way where, like, listen, this is the deal with the black community, and you got to understand why we don't trust you on certain, you know. And he understood. And there are other people that he's associated with that I know that were like, yo, he's the man. He's going to do this. So I said, okay, whatever you have going on, you let me know, and we'll educate. And they'll show it as it is right there. Right? We're going back. And Miss Baby Power, where'd you go? You, you, Come on. 
Come on back in. Unless you had an answer called the nature. And why I can talk like that with her because we know each other many, many years, driving the bus together. <laughs> and I have to say she always keeps it real. And I got to get her on more shows like this. But I wanted to come on and connect and, you know, just vibe with everybody here. And um, it's a good thing. And talking about different things, talking about life, things that other folks don't want to talk about. I'm not a one-way Charlie. I'm just going to talk about one thing all the time. Nobody wants to hear that. We got to talk about real-life situations. And I don't care. I mean, I care that things get out there, but I don't care. Well, I ain't going to talk about that because it ain't going to get too much hits. Now, I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to let Miss Baby Powder jump on in. My dear sister, how are you? <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello. How are you? You can't see me, right, because I'm not decent to be on a mic on the camera. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you got no. the banner, right? <laughs> Banners up. The people can't see. If you open the screen on my um, screen, I'll see whatever's flopping around and, you know, looking good and whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you was talking about how they went over a lot of stuff. You got to remember, that's what they did in Central Park, too. They they covered all of Central Park, which was water and, and black homes and everything, and they upheaved all of that, and whatever cemeteries there, they just covered over it, you know. And right. remember, down in Battery Park City, they did the same thing. They actually have a small uh, graveyard down there that they finally protested and wouldn't let them um, wouldn't let them degradate the land. But there exactly. are um, graves there, you know, and it's just a matter of money. And who they know, and if they can get it done quick enough before it right. stopped, right? That's you know, right. that's right. So that's that's what they do, you know. But it's a pleasure finally being on your show. For I haven't been out here for a minute. <laughs> yes, we're gonna oh, keep this short because we both got to get up early. <laughs> right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Titles. And I'm gonna I'm gonna actually get back in contact with you directly and find out when you're free and not doing anything else. So you can come on in, because I'm going to say it this way. I'm going to say it ironically. Use a trip. And I like yeah. it. <laughs> For real. <laughs> we could help me find true love. That was the other thing I was saying to you. Like, yes, it's been since 2018. I've been by myself. And you just got to learn to date yourself. Because, you know, everybody now is so scared of, I'm, 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 my son said it last week, mommy, that's a funny way to say 22, but I got some other numbers on me, <laughs> but you know, and I've had, you know, of course they come at me about, Hey, what's going on? Just that the next thing. And I'm like, yeah, you look good and all of that, but I'm not into the sharing. I'm a very selfish person. I still got a lot of old school in me. And just because I don't want to grow old alone, I have a king size bed with a lot of pillows. I roll over on them pillows before I keep sharing and exchanging your 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 yesterday's piece, you know. And then then you got another piece two days before that. No, I'm not exchanging those energies with them because I don't know what their negativity is. And you're going to leave that inside me, and I don't know why I'm such an angry person all of a sudden. There you go. There you go. You hit the nail on the head. 
you know, so I like being a happy, lucky, go, happy, jolly, go person. So, you know, and it takes you a while. So for back to the lady that was talking about she healing, but your healing is at your pace. Don't let anyone tell you, girl, get over it, woman, move on, let it go. You move at your pace, at your time, and you heal as you see fit, not trying to impress the next person or make it look good for the people. Like they said, the secret, remember the secret commercial was like, never let them see you sweat. You don't have to sweat. Look good as you do you. Because when you lay down at night, you're still laying down with you. When you wash your face in the morning, and you putting your, your makeup on, you're still looking at you. When, at the end of the day, you're feeding you, regardless of how somebody else feels. You should move, like That's they right. say. What what you eat, don't, what they eat, don't make you go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm I'm noticing we have to be a little more, <laughs> a little more savvy on the show now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I use spicy languages, and I was going to follow this one here. Just. You said that. Do you ever get insulted when you fart in nobody's home? Ain't nobody yeah, I do. I be talking about myself. Girl, what did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying. Somebody else will say, ooh, 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 ooh God. You know, when you do it in your whole home. Exactly. Because it's you. Exactly. <laughs> Again, that's a crude uh, uh, analogy, but <laughs> talk on this show. Just because I've been <laughs> recently doesn't mean that I have changed the core of me because you know me yeah. <laughs> and look I got to say to the people who are listening me and Miss Baby got to go back a long ways but I used to capture a tiny camera and I got you on at Washington Shores a long time ago <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Long way. And speaking of the thing, but you know what? It's it's ironic. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite. I'm going back into another thing that you uh, were talking about about the music nowadays. But one of my favorite people was uh, Roger Roger Nelson, b- better known as Prince. Okay, right. we right. was listening to his song the other day. One of my favorite songs, "Sexy Motherfucker" and "Cream" and stuff like that. But you got to look at. You know, we had Clarence Carter. He wasn't talking so nice back then. We got Millie Jackson. We wasn't talking so nice. We had our stuff back then, but it just wasn't as flamboyant and vocalized as it is now. You know what I mean? We When it was played back when, even before you and I were born, when our parents were young, it was, you don't play that devil music, and you kept it. It was after a certain hour, you know, it didn't play at 8 o'clock in the morning when you're taking your grandchildren to school. Eight, right. It was That's the problem. Like they said, there's a time and a place for everything, and baby, now, and that's because they want us to lose our black families and, and, and not have, you know, oh, it's okay yet. How can you tell my 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 twelve year old granddaughter that she can choose her sex, but she can't buy a pack of cigarettes? Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I'm, I have a problem with that. You know what I mean? She can't have a cool wine cooler with me because she's not twenty one, but she don't want to be a she no more. Huh? Wow. <laughs> her birth certificate says she she, and that's what she gonna be to me <laughs> the whole time. Now your sexual preference. It's yours. I've never, you know me, I don't judge, condemn, or condone to each his own. Don't bring it over here. Your sexual preference does not make you a different sex. 
It just makes your sexual preference different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all they're doing, everybody has a, a, a they were inquisitive about it. Right. It's how you how you follow up and how you act on it. And that's why, I'm, you know, every, oh, you're born gay, you're born this. No, no, you're born, if you're a female, you, you don't have the stem on your cherry, you're a female. You have a cherry stem with it, you're a male. That's how you're born. Your sexual right. preference mm-hmm. and how you feed it. Like they say, the wolf you feed is the wolf that's going to go forward. That's right. That's right. But we all, we're all inquisitive. <laughs> and, you know, this baby powder always with it. <laughs> Oh, the bottom line is that we all have a little freak in us, whether it goes that way or another way or whatever. There, right. No, right, right. There is no normal. We all we yeah. all put condiments on our hamburger. Some like mustard, right. some ketchup, some like mayonnaise, mm-hmm. you know, some but like the, to, to me, and I guess, you know, every generation comes up differently. They, it's like they're getting out of hand. They're getting out of hand. I don't even want to watch what they call so much the award shows because, oh, you know, no. I can't. The displays that they show, we're supposed to be talking about talent and music and that, that, that. All you're talking about is soft porn half the time. Or showing, rather. Exactly. That's all. It's, it's soft porn half the time. And I'm, you know, like I tell people all the time, if you're watching me, <laughs> that is porn and I need to be paid. <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, but listen, listen. Gladys Knight never had to show her titties, titties to get an award and be uh, uh, acclaimed as a as a music, as a singer, an artist, right? I never saw Gladys Knight half naked. No. Nope. Gladys Pips. No. Nope. Neither one of us. Neither one of us. Exactly. My girl, my girl Patty, I love her to death, but all she ever took off was her shoes. Hello. <laughs> and turned the crowd out. And did okay. so over decades, not just mm-hmm. the pan. They got to get a little plastic surgery and, and got to keep them relevant. No. And what? the funny thing that you say about Nicki Minaj, her, one of her biggest um, shows, or she talked to them about most of her things she said herself. She didn't even let her children listen to them. So if you're not good enough to let your kids listen to you, why you promoting that kind of stuff? Why, you, why is that? That's because it's the money. That's all it's about. It's just about selling. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. What sells, and right. the more they can change it around, and oh, look! Remember when we were coming up? Which Teletubby is gay? Which um, what was the the tiny morphins? The what was the morphin guy? The little the who are they? The Power Ranger morphins? What whatever ones? Which one is gay? Because he's in the pink, and I'm like, how about which one of them is just? what they supposed to be a cartoon or, you know, that's what we're watching this for. That's what we're supposed to be looking at this for. You know, I, you know, what happened to regular cartoons just being cartoons, education cartoons, you know, want to give a big shout out to Denise Horn. She just celebrated a birthday. Denise, I'm not going to say the chronological age that's for you to do, but it's a birthday and we wish you many more. Happy birthday. We see it, you know what I mean? And that number does not look like her at all. Seriously. <laughs> I told you, my son told me, you know, it's a funny way to say 22 because I, you know, I said, baby, Gma getting up there. I had my sixth grandson, grandbaby, by the way, October 16th. Hey, when, I'm a, so I'm I'm a, a, time to go mm-hmm. around 
in different pages because the amount of stuff coming at me and the amount of stuff that I do, right? Like even right now, it's one thirty a.m. in the morning, but I had to do this, right? Right. I'm going to get up early and do some stuff sometime too. But I, I ran across, and I was actually in transit, and I was like I was going to type something, but I just, I'll do it later, and it never happened. But I saw that. Exactly. <laughs> yes, the Dima. Yes. Oh, you have no grandbabies? What the hell are you telling me? <laughs> yeah, when you, when you left here. Oh, yes, I, yes, I have one when you left. Yeah. <laughs> I have one when you left because she's 15. I, I got three boys that's six. Six, six, six. Get that melanin in them. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I have one two-year-old, and now this new one, she just heartthrob of everybody. She'll be three weeks on Sunday. Wow. Wow. You got three yeah. That's right. And you got so and, much uh, out of you. It's your, just amazing. Your boy Spence told me to tell you hi. Oh, yeah. I got to get him on the show. I, I, I got to get him on the show, especially these days. There's some stuff we got to talk about. Seriously. Because you know he's going <laughs> And tell him, look, I'm give him a shout. I'm going I'm, I'm to start ringing. But the way to, for me to get to Spence is to call him every night until he, you know, because I know he works late and he has these different things that he's doing. I'm going to just keep trying, trying, trying. Mm-hmm. And when I get him on the show, it's good. I just got to get him on there. Right. <laughs> You heard what Denise Horn said? I'm going to put it and highlight it. Man, I got grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and great-great-grandchildren. I just, I'm just opening it up so I can see them. I'm just like, I can't see any of the chats. I can't see the chats anymore. I can see what you highlighted, though. Okay. And Raw Reality said, and tell Spence this, yes, bring Big Spence back on the show. Let Spence know. <laughs> it's wanted and needed. And he's funny as heck, though. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. That's why I was just, even before I knew I was coming out to Africa, I, I would always go over there before the shift start and go over the other side of the fence, you know, not on the property of, of the job. And I said, come on, man, give me 10 minutes. You got a layover? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. He's like, Scurve, man, you crazy. You always got the camera on you. I'm like, yep, got a document. <laughs> Exactly. That's why we running. He get. Oh no, I got to go. Because <laughs> we'll both be out here catching misses, and everybody will be wondering where's the bus. Oh, exactly. We, and I'm gonna uh, this is just a little short one tonight because I have several mm-hmm. and um just content, 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 and plus I have to make a few phone calls too. And, and um, I just want to thank everybody for being on. I want to thank thank you for your cameo appearance tonight. I got to catch you another good time where you can have time. We're going to get down in a topic. And like I said, yes. you're going to be uncensored, you know, and um, we're we going to do the damn thing. We and I could be free to be me, be me, baby powder, baby powder. <laughs> Try my <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I make it smell so good. <laughs> but news- the bad boy. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's about that because we got so much tension in the world. You have potential for all these wars. Forget the fear. We're going to have some fun. We're going to be yeah. laughing in the trenches while the bullets fly over our head. No matter what, nothing should stop you from enjoying a good night's sleep, a good meal, and a good laugh, and maybe an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes. Order. Right? I got 
I got a rose or two around here, so my bad. Anyway, <laughs> but do you know what's thing? I'm kind of prepping for, you know, I got the waters, I got the food, I got the this, I got the that, and I talk to my kids, you know, and I'm telling them, you know, because we on American soil, America's very gung-ho thing, and nobody will come over here and touch them and stuff like that. We all know 9-11 was done by America, so we ain't going to say we got hit on on our own soil then, but, you know, the thing about it is you even going back to Prince, 19, the song, we're going to party like it's 1999. The world has been ending. We've been ending all so long. You know, you have to live until you die, period. Let's just enjoy. But, you know, be, pre- be prepared. But I need to laugh. I need to enjoy. I can't be so, you have to disconnect from First of all, that idiot box, the TV that's lying to you because they're really not going to show you what's going on. You have to know somebody that's wherever they are, wherever it's happening, be it Africa, uh, be it Palestine, be it uh, wherever. But you have to know the people and say, hey, is it really like this to finally get the truth? You know, when your, your, your family come home that's in the military, they'll tell you the truth and stuff like that if they're not sworn to the secrecy. But regardless of what it is, you can't live in fear and panic. You have to live and enjoy your life until it's over because no matter how healthy you live, no matter how uh, reckless you live, you are going to die one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I'd like to, you know, go and come at the same time, but, you know, hey, sometimes choices. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, get your sleep. We don't want you, you know, not alert. And um, I'm going to catch up with you. And we're going to sit okay. mold it. And we're going to have a bu- If I can get you and Spence in a few, what? It'll be on and popping. That's definitely that's definitely doable, you know. Then I can say we could both go. Whatever happened to true love? And we like I don't know because I'm scared and he's scared and we don't play with these people and these people don't play well and you know I don't play well with others. So <laughs> you know, I'd be like, I love myself. I take me out all the time, you know, fantabulous restaurants and be sitting there by myself with my little expensive waters, being bougetto. <laughs> <laughs> we all should know and parents should teach their kids this too. Mm-hmm. That life goes on and life happens before and when those things do come, you can be saturated already with yourself and you, you not that you're thirsty, but you know, you you're kinda of like reserves. It's okay, let's see how this thing works out. Right. But I'm all for bringing back the seventies. I don't care. Bring back the seventies, the music, the romance, the love. All of that stuff, you know, and I'm going to do more topics on this also, you know. Well, I play, I play the nineties all the time, but you know, I'm still, I'm still a, even though, you know, I'm not the best singer in the world, but I still love me some Mary, you know, she always had stuff that made me feel, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I play the nineties all day long and, you know, I like nasty love, that Jodeci type of love, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. Um, raw reality. We're gonna have that combo, superstar, you know, type show. Everybody in there, you know, just like when you looked at Hall of Nights and you saw Red Fox, Rich, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, you saw. Mm-hmm. It's like we're gonna do it like that. And so those are phenomenal shows that 
stand the test of time. And just like, you know, what we did with Michael Hamer, Michael Hamer passed away, transitioned. And um, like I said, I spoke to his daughter and, and she was just so thankful, you know, for the videos and stuff. And I said, I'm thankful that he would even participate with this with me. I will do something tomorrow. Um, I'll do it live from the heart and speak on certain things and uh, play maybe some of the clips and everything like that. But um, the family was all right because he's that kind of guy. He was very soothing and reassuring, and you couldn't help but just feel that thing, but he'll be missed. You know, and I say selfishly because I'm human. I'm like, man, I miss him because I want to see him. You know what I mean? But I know that it's uh, divine, and this is how the cycle of life works. Mm -hmm. uh, Even though we don't know what happens exactly, we'll find out. But I trust that nature is perfectly balanced, and it will act out perfectly that way too. So, yeah. This baby powder, thank you so much for coming through. And everybody who's here, thank you so much for coming through. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm gonna up it to three shows a day. How about that? <laughs> well, <laughs> gonna yeah, we're going to get down on this. You know what I mean? That's well, I, we changed next bid in December, so I'll be off on the weekends. But I'm always available for a Sunday show. Okay, cool. That well, sounds so good to me. Even now, shoot, I might be hitting you up on Sunday. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Or whatever, but I want to, you know, with you talking, I love the relationship show. So if you and Miko and Spence and a few others that are here that want to come in, we have an open line, and we will get down. And I will be an entertainer more so, right? Because, you know, I can get down and get crazy, too. So go ahead. <laughs> Just like old times. Really yes. Miss- people there you know i'm physically over here in west africa but you know my heart is still there i can still smell the bus i can still see the people every i know things change a little bit but the real ones like yourself much appreciated and i'll say i love you righteously just as much as ever and um always they they all thought i was crazy because i was standoffish but i was giggling inside (laughs) (laughs) if you still smelling the bus i think you should take a bath though i'm just saying (laughs) <laughs> them new lease buses, right? <laughs> the buses is like horrible. <laughs> what they do? Oh God! Oh, I can tell you about that. Mm. I don't want to spell that. Not the bad part, right? <laughs> right. Anyway. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm getting ready to get in the shower and wash wash these bus people off me so I can get up in the morning. <laughs> but it's a pleasure. Definitely always, always, always. Always. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So I'll talk to you. I'll give you a ring on Sunday. See what we can do. Okay. All right. Take care. You too. There you go, everybody. We're going to wrap this down. And it's been so good. It's a shorter one basically, but I wanted to get to a few points. I didn't even make all my points, but we're going to have another show titled A Different Way, um, but we're going to get on those points. Like, you know, I like to go in with surgical precision, but I wanted to just throw this out there because these are the kind of vibes I've been feeling these days, and I'm going to go and do a lot more sentimental shows and, you know, talk about, not not about the past to be the past, like, oh, I'm living in the past, but to dig those memories up from the bottom of the crate that we can live now. It doesn't mean that that state of mind and being was just the past. We can have it now. But there's some things we got to throw out of our lives right now. We got to wash these things off. You see, we got to heal up, take our time, heal up, and go back in that particular direction the right way. 
because it was a different world back then. And we had issues back then, yes. But what I'm seeing now is totally unacceptable. And they did it to us slowly. We got to go back to the future. Got to go back and bring that back up for the future. Because only we're going to do it. Anyway, Lansker signing off. Much love. And I will talk to you tomorrow and see you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Peace.